Hello everyone. Thank you for tuning in to this week's mini-sode, The Variety of Life. This is the Wilderness Tamer Podcast, and I am your host, Connor Purpose. You got to bear with me a little bit. I got diagnosed with bronchitis this uh, past week, or actually this week. So dealing with that, I've been real busy too, working at deer processor and at my other job as well. But just wanted to put another mini-sode out there. Um, a lot of new things have happened, new changes. One thing to talk about today, first, been hunting my ass off all season. And I mean all deer season, long hours. And these past few days, we've had 30 degree weather. And I ain't had the lick of time to put my ass in a deer stand. Finally get some cold weather, but that's just how it happens. Now I will say this, working at that processor, one, I'm already, I'm glad I did it because I already know I can break down a deer by muscle group and pretty much do it. I'm learning to do what I want, want to with it. And that was my whole reason for starting it in the first place, just so I can learn to respect the meat more. Because, I mean, you're working hard, spend hours and thousands of dollars trying to harvest this game. What is it? Probably hear a new member to the Wilderness Tamer team. The Black Golden Retriever named Trip. In a later podcast, as you know, my German Shepherd. Come here. Come here, Trip. My German Shepherd passed away and it just... Well, I've always grew up with animals and if I don't have I just like having them around. It's a good companion. And my sister was buying my brother-in-law a golden retriever through one of her friends. And she said they had a black one. I was like, let me see the picture of it. Well, his dad was huge and he looked freaking majestic as hell. <laughs> the easiest way to put it. So we got him and his name, he's going to be a good dog. He's pretty smart so far. Got high drive. I like that. I don't like a dog that's too lazy. I'd rather put up one with a little more of a, uh, attitude than not. But anyways, back to like I was talking about with the processor, just learning how to respect the meat and learning what to do, like where the glands are at, because there's some glands in the hams. That I don't know if any of y'all know that if you buff, like cut it up with your meat and cook, somehow cook it in there or grind it up, it's going to ruin the whole batch. And I mean, they're in the shoulders, the ham, <coughs> excuse me so it's just little things like that and just i mean plus the variety i mean you get some deer they come in and they look like olympic swimmers not an ounce of fat on them but on them then you'll have this freaking cow come in that's got a quarter inch of fat i have never seen deer fat deer have this much fat like this and i mean i've killed a few deer in my day so but I guess this just this year this is a good acorn crop or everybody's just feeding up good or something, a little bit of both. Because it's crazy. I mean, I'm having to sharpen my knife on every freaking deer on some of them when they're fat like that. I mean, these suckers in between the muscle group, it'll have like a half inch little group of fat going down the grain. So you gotta cut that out. But and the bucks, my God, if any if if you feeling like you're just ain't really got it this year you're not into it just go hang out and volunteer your local processor seeing some bucks that brought in it'll light your fire because i have seen some dandies 
I don't think I've talked about it yet because it was recent, but there was a 200 and right at 35 pound deer. I think it was like 233.89 something. So, you know, it was a, just like a fish store. They always add a half pound or so. But anyways, the deer was over 100, 230 pounds. And how it actually happened, I had left. It was 1130 at night and these guys pull up. And what actually Lance had to send his son, whose Lance has a tracking dog, which is a Belgian Malawar. And they said that thing actually had to wrestle that deer to the ground and the guy had to put another shot into it. I mean, this it was a tiny dog, but y'all, it's on my Instagram and my Facebook if y'all want to check that deer out. He had a head of a horse. I mean, his rack, it was an 11 point, I believe, or 12, I can't remember. But the rack looked small compared to the deer body. I mean, his hooves were well above my head, his back hooves, and his head was still touching the ground. It was a humongous deer. And he said he came out of Brooks County, which, of course, they're growing big over there with all that agriculture and whatnot. But uh, it makes me really want to get on some land over in Brooks. So anybody who's listening, looking for a new member, I, bow, I like to bow hunt, rifle hunt. And I'm a real low-maintenance person. <laughs> Easy to get along with. So if you hit me up if you need a membership. I'm looking for some land out in Brooks County. <laughs> but... We had some good tens, and like last night, I was working, and I was, since this cool snap come in, man, the deer were coming in crazy. I mean, it was like back to back to back. We had about eight deer come in within, I'd say, 45 minutes, about 7.30 to about 8 o'clock, because I guess everybody was trying to find them or get to us, you know. By the way, it's airport meat processing is where I'm working at. It's over in front of the Valdosta Airport very good reputable meat processor he has plenty of options and great flavors like sausage you can do whatever you want y'all the summer sausage we've been doing in there like just we'll cook a batch or cook some of the batches that we cook holy crap there's if i can give a recommendation on anything the pepper jack cheddar summer sausage you'll eat a whole link in one sitting no joke and even their snack sticks are good, but I'm not a big snack stick guy. I like summer sausage and beef jerky. That's about it. Um, the snack sticks are good, but the sausage is awesome. And they have this like brown sugar, maple, blueberry, jalapeno, country hot link, country sausage, which is just like your reg regular seasoning. So he can do what you want to it. And there's just a variety of options. <whistles> Trip here. And... You gotta keep up this little jugger. He's exploring everywhere. His first day on the job out here on the farm. He's learning. But he's gonna be a good dog, I believe. I can't wait till he gets a little bit older and take him up to the mountains and let him run in the snow and stuff. But back to it. Actually, I forgot what I was talking about. Oh, yeah, the variety of choices. Now, like for the first deer, I've a little wilderness tamer game report. My hunting wise, I've harvested a doe. She's probably right at. Uh, under a hundred pounds I could pick her up both hands by myself she was heavy but it wasn't that bad but she's gonna be my burger deer I got her I'm just grinding everything up just because and uh, my next one couple I hope I get the next couple they'll uh, I'm gonna try and do a little more specialty like my sausages and get some cube steak in there and what's so good about working at this processor the getting and learning to learning how to get the yield of meat off your deer before I started there ain't no telling I mean I wasted a bunch it was just I didn't know and I learned I mean I was lucky to skin maybe two or three deer a year 
So you really can't learn a whole heck of a lot. But I would urge you, if anybody wants to learn or if anybody kills a deer, call me. I'll ride over and we'll show you how to do it. So, I mean, there's all kinds of cut, different ways you can cut it where you pull off a, like, there's three ham, three roasts in a deer ham. And I don't know if y'all know that. But there's also a gland, which is a kind of more towards the tarsal gland. It just, but it's on the inside and you can see it where all the joint, where it comes down to the joint that comes back down towards the animal's hoof. And it's a little, it'd be about the size of a nickel or diamond. I have one about a half dollar the other day. I couldn't believe it. I was like, holy crap. But it's a big deal to get that gland out of there. And I had no idea. I mean, I'd seen it, but I didn't really know what it was, you know. But just learning how to take care of the meat and prep it. And this guy, we even vacuum seal it. So it lasts longer. It's better than that cellophane butcher wrap bull crap that people do and half-ass it. Lance doesn't half-ass a thing. I mean, that man works hard. He gets there at 7 and doesn't leave till 12 or later sometimes. He is hard at it. And I try to be there as much as I can, when I can. I've been working there in the evening. Sorry about that. Dog grabbed a piece of insulation. Had to get it out of his mouth. Yeah, I'll tell you one thing. I guess it's kind of good that me and my wife have a new, somewhat of her, it is a newborn. She's only like six, seven weeks old. So it's kind of got us in the swing of things because I'm having to tend to him at night and take him out about once a night, then early in the morning. I'm really impressed with this dog because he's catching on quick. But like I said, I just I like having him around. Man, it's just a good and golden retriever. You can't beat that breed. I grew up. I had about three or four of them growing. Up. Yeah, not four. And first one got ate by a gator. His name was Shadow. He looked just like the one off of that movie Homeward Bound for you '90s kids. Y'all know that great movie. <laughs> That's probably one of my favorite movies growing up. Like that and Wild America. But Anyhow, this is going to be a relatively short one today. I just want to get a mini soda out there. I've been kind of spaced out and not really been able to do a whole lot. Just been so damn busy, which is, you know, it is what it is. It comes heave and flow, you know, Gene Hall. But I want to say I will be doing a mini soda either this weekend or the beginning of next week, having to work around with some scheduling with a few people. A couple of people had some unexpected funerals and just, I don't know, just life. That's how it is. But I want to give a shout out to my sponsors, which is Nomad Outdoors. They have great clothing and camo options to keep you out all day, taming the wilderness. I'm going to be ordering me a jacket soon, now that we've finally got some cold weather. And I love their thin liner gloves. They are freaking awesome, and you don't lose dexterity. And you can still use your phone in them. They're called, they're, I believe they're called the liner gloves. And their hats are probably the most comfortable hat I have put on Besides my like my Condor hats, this is my favorite hat. Not just because they're a sponsor. This sucker, it's a deep fitting. I mean, if you got a melon for a head, it's the perfect hat for you. <laughs> now, my next sponsor is Strive Beef Biltong. It's premium cuts of steak, sliced thin, air dried, with out-of-your-box flavors. I mean, they have your teriyaki original and all that. But they have like green chili, I think it's peri, peri spicy, which actually gets a pretty good kick. I ate a whole bag sitting in the stand and I ran out of drink because that it lit me up. But there's they have a bunch of snack sticks as well. I think the green chili is a good one. I might have mentioned that. But check them guys out. They're out of Texas and they're migrating their way over here. I actually become an ambassador with them. I'm in the uh, paperwork process now. 
So I'm really excited about this podcast and with the opportunity it's given me and just being able to talk to people and seeing how their hunt's going and just what everybody's doing. So stay tuned. Thank you for listening to the Wilderness Tamer podcast. And listen out for the same new episode coming either be this weekend or beginning of next week. So have again or have a good weekend. Hunt safe. And thank you again.